The man has only one look for Christ's sake. Blue steel, Ferrari, Latigra, they're the same face. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. All right, guys. Uh, welcome to the Crazy Pills podcast, episode five. And uh, today I have my illegitimate child with me. <laughs> 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 no, it's out. Okay, so for those of you um, maybe seen him in my Instagram stories and um, Facebook stories, uh, his name's Joshua. Actually, uh, met him through the Big Brother program. So I got him when he was twelve, and he's sixteen now. And he actually mentioned to me that he wanted to be on the podcast, which I was shocked by because mm-hmm. he's actually very shy and then the topic he wanted to talk about was mental health right so um i guess i'll like probably give a quick background about you right so you came from a pretty tough situation yes okay and then um your mom was a foster she she did foster care first my like Sharon? Sharon, yeah. Yeah. So she was a foster parent first and then decided to adopt um, your older brother, Louis, you, and Natalie. Mm-hmm. Right? Like eight years ago? Yeah, eight years ago. Or she adopted Louis and Natalie. Uh, you and Louis first. Yeah. And then went and got Natalie. Mm-hmm. Like how much later? Like a year later? or? Um, about a year later, yeah. Okay. And so there's three of you. And then you have, how many siblings you have total? Um, Six. Seven included me. Okay, there's there's seven of you, and then uh, the other the other four are older. Yes. Okay, and you don't keep in touch with them at all. No. Okay. Um, I guess start out. Uh, is there anything about that you're like comfortable sharing? You know, you don't have to share anything you want to. No, no, no. But like, what, what was the situation like before? Um, my situation was I grew up in a messed up family. Um. Family was in gangs and violence. Um, I grew up in a home that was physically abusive, sexually, verbally. Um, I grew up my life as a, I guess, a um, kid that needs to survive. So we grew up in a house that was not... And this was in California? Kind of, mm, we mo- I was born in California, but we spent most of our lives in Chicago. Okay, I actually didn't know that. <laughs> okay. So, and then, um, how did you end up like getting taken away? Um, I remember that it was nighttime, me and my sibling were sleeping. Then the police broke down the door and started tackling, chasing people, put us, put everybody in handcuffs. Um, then we went to the police station, we stayed there for a couple of minutes and the, somebody came and explained what was going on. And um, so we what, what figured out yeah. that my oldest sibling Marissa, no, Stephanie, she called the cops and we didn't know. And cops asked where we were and she told them 
Then the cops came the next day and took us away. Okay. Well, why did the cops break in? Because <clears throat> our mom, my mom and dad was wanted. And they been trying to put them in jail for a long time. Okay, so they had like a arrest warrant out for them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I actually did not. <laughs> I'm finding out a lot of this stuff too. Okay. Um, and then when you mentioned you wanted to be on the podcast, mm -hmm. you wanted to talk about mental health. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, what's like the big message you want to um, Like people that has mental health, most people don't think like that other people are dealing with the same things. They think they're all by themselves, but I have many diagnoses with different mental health problems, but people that don't know really about mental health, but they think they know, but they don't really understand what mental health really does to a person in the real life and how it affects them um, communicating with regular people, jobs, um, and just trying to get a message out for people that don't have it, how it really affects people like me and other people in the world. Okay, so I think uh, your mom told me that when she first got you, you barely knew how to talk. Yeah. Like you just didn't really know English because you didn't. Yeah, um, we grew you didn't up. Get to go to school at all. We, since I was born as a baby, we didn't know nothing about. Yes, we're all born as babies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. So I've been, I never went to school. Yeah. Never knew my name. Never knew I was born. You didn't know your name. No. Oh damn. So, me and my siblings only knew Spanish. And when we came to America, I guess. <laughs> um, Wait, I thought you were born in California and you went to Chicago. Yeah. So what do you mean when you came to America? Like here. Like Florida? Yeah, Florida. Okay. I call it America. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. When we came here, everybody started speak, like, speaking English and we didn't know what they were saying. Yeah. Then after that, we went to different foster homes understood some English from hearing people they okay. went to Sharon my adopted parent right now she got us a speech specialist that taught us English and um, she told us to focus on English than Spanish so we forgot how to speak English no Spanish and we learned how to speak English it took us a while to understand English, but we finally got it down. Um, and we started speaking English from there. Okay. And then, um, so one of the qualities that, probably the quality that I value the most is self-awareness. Mm -hmm. Right? And um, even when I first got you, when you were 12, what I noticed was, there was you were very self-aware. Right? And... and for people that, uh, it's not necessarily intelligence, it's the ability to actually observe what's going on. Mm. And then, and then you know, to, if you can articulate it, you have to actually be able to observe it. 
right? So I think part of it, part of it, it's, you know, it's just, it, it, it might just be like natural, but I think part of it is because uh, you were used to like uh, actually observing and talking about what's going on emotionally, your feelings, things like that from like working with therapists, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I guess like talk a little bit about that. Um, like, what's your definition of self-awareness, if you have one? And then, what's changed from, I guess, like when you're, when you were first aware, okay, there's like mental health issues mm -hmm. or stuff that I'm dealing with, mm -hmm. and how they like change, how they progress, what's helped, what hasn't. So mm -hmm. first of all, what's your definition of self-awareness? My definition of self-awareness is knowing what you're feeling and pretty much knowing what's going on in you. And I think that's my definition of awareness. Like, so is it, is it like instead of looking at the circumstances mm -hmm. and then thinking like the circumstances is like real, mm -hmm. it's that what's going on internally yeah. is actually dictating how you're perceiving external circumstances. Mm -hmm. Or you're just nodding your head because I said that? No, because... you actually get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I understand <laughs> what you're saying, yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. And then, um, what, like, what's kind of like helped over the last eight years? Um, eight long years. <laughs> eight long years. Yeah. yeah. I guess therapy helped me a lot. Um, right. What is it about therapy? Therapy is like, I went through like at least ten or more therapists, but this one that I have now, she is. She's very, um, she believes in a lot of meditation and believes in mindfulness uh -huh. stuff. So, okay, I how, did. How long have you had her? Like a year? A year. Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't really believe in that. So, like, I thought it was dumb. I didn't well, think it well, would work. I've been telling you about it. Yeah, I thought you, 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 you thought it was dumb? <laughs> I don't, okay. Well, like, this is when I, <laughs> oh, wow. I started trying it and <laughs> like practicing more and more often. I started feeling more control and more calm than I was before. So I started using it more and more often. Okay, and then like, what are you doing for meditation? Um, like across my legs, then I. I don't know if it's yeah. this guy. I just see this and okay. on my legs. Then um, I listen to, I go on YouTube, look up mindfulness meditation. Okay, and then just so you're doing a guided meditation. Yeah, guided meditation. Like how is there like about like, oh, how long are the guided meditations for you? Because if I give um, you like a four hour one, you're like hell no. Yeah. Right. So what's a what's a good length for you? A good length for me is about one to two hours. You meditate for one to two hours? Mm -hmm. How often? About four times a week. You'll actually just put on a guided meditation mm -hmm. four times there. a week? What? Yeah. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> okay. And then, okay, and then when you're doing it, what are you actually doing? Um, you're just listening to it? I'm listening to it. Um, I mostly image something in my mind that calms me down or that feels like I'm home pretty much, so I mostly image a forest, a um, 
mountains and all animal life. Um, I just sit there and just hear all the noises and just really focus on what am I seeing, how I'm really feeling, and how this image that I created, how does it really make me feel? Okay, and then what are, what are the benefits for you? The benefit for me is you feel more calm, you feel more, I guess, I like call it alive, like, yeah, and um, you just feel more energy, you feel more happy, it just calms, it, for me, it calms my body to a point like I witnessed like a miracle pretty much. Okay. And then um, this is more personal. You don't have to answer it if you don't want to. Mm -hmm. What have you been diagnosed with? Okay. Not that it's real because people can diagnose whatever, but yeah. what have people told you that you have? I've been diagnosed with eating disorder. Um, I've been diagnosed with depression. I've been diagnosed with anxiety, PTSD, personality disorder. I think that's it. Okay. Um, now, for people that are experiencing, say, like a mental, like a challenge, mental health, mental illness, what's your message to them? My message is that you're not alone. You got people like me that's still trying to deal with their past and everything. Uh, it's always good to seek help instead of keeping everything in and thinking you could do this on your own. That I that was I always thought that I was by myself, that I was never get through this, and like I'm mentally and physically strong that I could do everything by myself. I need no one to help me. But I started to realize that the more you do what I was doing, the more, the worse you get. So when I started to seek counseling, mentoring, and meditation, all, all of that I never really cared about. But as soon as you figured out those people actually cared and want you to get better, and actually gave you advice and about life that most people don't really get like me as I never got those type of love advice that people give me today because I just knew violence and gang lifestyle stuff so I think my message for people like me is never give up and always seek help if you can Okay, so like asking for help is actually being strong. Yeah. As opposed to nah. being afraid to be, I guess, like vulnerable. Yeah. Um, okay. And then what about uh, people that might not, that haven't experienced it mm -hmm. or can't relate to it? And then think like, just, just stop being anxious. What's the big deal? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Um, or or the other one, I and mean, you might separate this into two. Mm -hmm. Or the ones that think just you just take some kind of like pill or drugs. To, yeah. To numb yourself from it. Yes. Um, I'll go to the drug one first, cause. Okay. 
I took a lot of drugs for my different diagnosis, but I don't think it works because in Ooh, you wanna get cancelled? <laughs> <laughs> you don't think the pills work? <laughs> Hold oh, yeah, on, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> it works, but as soon as you get off of it, yeah, you realize that the only thing you're doing is pretty much hiding from what's really going on. Okay, so it doesn't yeah, so it doesn't actually cure anything. It just yeah. numbs you from it. It or... just numbs you from okay. it until you get off. And you start to realize, why well, was our medication for? Now I need to go back on. Yeah. That's... Like, okay, yeah. So, like, you, you would just have to be on for, like, the rest of your life. Yeah. Most people think that dealing with this different disorder they've been diagnosed with. Personally, I've been on medication. Now I'm off. It's better to be off because you really get to feel what you're really feeling than feeling numb. Yeah. And you can actually deal with your real problems and really feel what you're really feeling than having medication help you. Okay. And then what about the people that say like, I've never had anxiety. I've been anxious, mm -hmm. but there's always like a really like... Um, there's like a reason. It's not like an unclear reason. Right? I'm like, why am I anxious? Like, mm -hmm. this doesn't make sense. Like, it makes sense. Okay. Um, so what about people that haven't experienced it? Um, I'll say that um, people that haven't experienced, um, they think they know what is really mental health. But they don't really know what what effects it really has on a human that's dealing with it. Um, people that don't have it, they can't really relate and really say like, "Oh, I feel like I know what you've been through. I get you." Like, like some people that I knew said, "Like, deal with it. Nothing's wrong with you." But they hasn't experienced it, so they, I guess, I feel like they um, feel uncomfortable talking about it if they don't never experience it themselves. Okay. Now you're in. You're in tenth grade. Yes. Okay. And you had to actually um, go back one year to be able to catch up in school, right? Um, I started school late, so yeah. Okay. I started off. I started in second grade. Okay. So, how is it? Um, I guess like with like kids your age, mm -hmm. how are they with talking about stuff that they're dealing with? Um, these, or are you like the most open one, or are you not open either at school? At school, um, I'm open at school. I tell people. That I know that it's doing the same thing. I'll tell them my past and I try to help them and how they're not the only ones. Um, people these days in high school, they put, I call it, put masks on. Like they preach. It's only, trust me, it's, it's only high school. Once they're adults, they don't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, yeah. But they put masks on. Like, they put masks on, pretending everything's okay, but. Yeah. And 
I've been through everything and I know when yeah. someone is faking yeah. that they're okay. So yeah. I always ask people like yeah. that I know they're not okay. Or it's one of those where um, uh, you know they're not in a good place, but then they'll yeah. post like positive messages on social media yeah. and stuff just to act like they're good. Yeah. That only happens in high school. <laughs> Adults never do that. <laughs> yeah, so okay. that was high school my high school is like people just pretend everything is yeah. okay and yeah. never feel comfortable telling the truth to their friends or counselor that they know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else? <laughs> Not that I could think of. You don't have anything else? What about a, just putting you on the spot. Okay. We're probably not going to use this. Cause so usually at the end of the podcast, we'll have like a, a, a song. A song? Right. Okay. But it can't be NBA young boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something yeah. that's probably like relevant to uh, what kind of, you could kind of relevant to the podcast or something that's like motivating or inspiring. Okay. Um. You know, uh, like it could be, I mean, it could be anything. It could be uh, like the Superman theme. Superman thing, or uh, it, it doesn't. It, I'm just making stuff up. Like, I rise up. Huh? I rise up. I rise up. Yeah. By who? By. Oh gosh, I don't know her name. Yeah. Uh, I don't know her name. Is it a good song though? Yeah. It's motivating. Yeah. All right, I'll look it up. You're broken down and tired. Living life on the merry-go-round And you can't find a fighter But I see it in you, so we gon' walk it out Move mountains We gon' walk it out and move mountains And I'll Silence is quiet And it feels like it's getting hard to breathe And I know you feel like dying But I promise we'll take the world to its feet Move our tents Bring it to its feet
love that we have each other I will rise a thousand times again